Hello, my name is Jack Conway. I am 18 years old, and I love video games and roller coasters. Well, I can't say explicitly how people might describe me, or especially my family, but <laughs> I would say that I am very passionate about politics and theme parks, and they know I love my video games. So in my family, I have my mom named Kim, I have my dad named Steve, uh, I have an older brother named Brian, who I don't see much because he's in college. We had another member of our family, our dog Charlie, unfortunately we lost him back in the end of January, but right now it's just the, the three of us for the most part, and my, when my brother comes home it's the four of us, but yeah, that's kind of my immediate family. So I play video games with my friends or by myself, whatever, just kind of doing whatever I feel like doing. I play a variety of games from Call of Duty to Minecraft and and all sorts of things, so I'm able to kind of express my creative mindset in Minecraft or just kind of unleash any stress or whatever in Call of Duty, that sort of thing. So I have those those releases. And then I also love roller coasters. You could pull up a picture of a roller coaster and I could either name the coaster, the park it's at, or both. I'm kind of a roller coaster nerd, but um, yeah, I absolutely uh, enjoy riding and researching roller coasters and other than those two, I'm also into model trains, which is something I'd like to get into. I have some stuff to build a model train layout. We don't have the space, though. That's the only thing we're missing. When I was six months old, I was diagnosed with an optic pathway glioma brain tumor, which is a tumor that grows on the optic nerve. And that tumor, even after treatment with chemotherapy, excuse me, did damage the optic nerve and therefore I have a vision impairment. I do have a vision impairment. It's not a huge impairment but it's a significant one where I do have trouble reading small fonts and according to the government I can't get a driver's license. When I was diagnosed we did meet Dr. Buffet and he ended up being my neuro-oncologist for the duration of my first battle. He um, put me on a I believe it was a 14-month protocol of vincristine. I finished my first rounds of chemo and beat the tumor for the first time, I would still see him every few months for MRIs or appointments and that sort of thing. And then when I was re-diagnosed, I was put on vinblastine, which is a chemo treatment that he created himself, along with members of his team. And that treatment is now the number one course of action that they will use for other children that are diagnosed with the same tumor that I had. And I was one of the first children in the world to receive that treatment. I do understand the fact that I spent my first birthday on Christmas at SickKids. I've spent time there for appointments and stuff. When I was on treatment the second time would take the whole day. It would be six hours of waiting for treatment in most cases. I would say I've probably, if I added up all the time, I've probably lived at SickKids for probably four years of my life in total with all the visits and stuff combined, which is a lot of time. School can be challenging for me specifically because of my vision. It can be difficult to engage in uncertain activities. In phys ed, for example, I enjoy being active, but when we were doing games like uh, badminton, it was impossible for me to see the birdie. I actually couldn't play badminton because I had that inability to, to play or kind of discern the birdie from the surrounding area. Even when we tried spray painting it different colors to help it stand out, it still didn't work. I would say for small text, so if I were to pull something up my phone, 
I would be like this close to reading it. So my, my nose would be a couple inches from the screen. And that would be the same with books. And in fact, with school textbooks, my nose would be pressed up against the page of the book. So it's mostly with reading. I do have good visual observations just around in general. So I can see things like I can see oncoming cars or oncoming street signs, things like that. I can still make out details. Um, but when it comes to reading, that's really where I struggle. We have tried glasses. Unfortunately, while they have improved certain elements slightly, like I know the last pair of glasses I had did make the images I saw like trees a little clearer. Like I could see more of the individual leaves instead of just clumps of leaves or something. Glasses don't unfortunately work, but they can make some improvements. Sometimes, or actually quite often, we'll walk by people I know and not say hi to them because I didn't realize who they were until I was basically right next to them because I didn't see their, I didn't pick out their facial details from a far distance. And then when I was in a small group of friends a few weeks ago, I would like walk by them and they would all laugh because they, they, they think I'm blind. Well, I kind of am blind. It was, it's, it's funny. I like uh, the jokes that people make about it. I first heard about the study from Dr. Yuri Tabori from Sick Kids during one of my follow-ups in 2018. He did mention that uh, a vision study was going to be conducted at Toronto Western with McMaster and, and other teams from Sick Kids involved. And we put our names on the interest list. It was around summer of last year we did find out that it was going ahead and we went ahead with it what it is is using virtual reality goggles so i would wear these virtual reality goggles on my face they're uh oculus quest 2 headset i believe and there's a program in there that i would pull up and it was called revision i believe and it was a black screen with a white box or i guess the silhouette of a box and in the box were several balls that were yellow and then they would be organized at the beginning in a diamond shape and one of them would flash red so that would be the ball i would focus on and then after a few seconds the game would start and then they would all move around it would start off very slowly they would kind of move bounce off each other bounce off the box that sort of thing and they would do that for about 15 seconds and after 15 seconds, it would stop. And I had to click the ball I believe was the, the correct ball. And then if I was right, it would say correct. And if it wasn't, it would show me the correct one. And it got harder as time progressed. It would do three rounds of, of uh, 15 or three. It was a three-part thing each time I did it. It was three 15-round sessions. And it took about 45 minutes in total. It got faster as each round progressed. The speed did increase to the point where at the very end, it was like rocks in a blender. <laughs> Just bits flying all over the place. They would do an eye exam and see kind of where my vision was at. And then after two weeks of the trial, they would have me come back in to do another vision exam to see where my, my vision was, if there were any improvements. And then two weeks after that, I would go in for a third exam and then they would do the same thing. And then after the fourth, they would also check. I would do this every other day for the duration of that four-week period. We actually had it extended to six weeks. We got a two-week extension on it. At each appointment, they did find that my vision had improved slightly because of the frequency in which I did it and 
just the way I was supposed to do it, which was by just using my eyes and not moving my head in any way. So I was really focusing on kind of using my peripheral vision or my central vision for it. Of everything I've I've gone through with needles and MRIs and all that stuff, yeah, this was definitely the most fun thing I've done. For the rest of the night after I would do it, my vision or my focus was better. My eye fatigue was less prevalent and... I did find that when I was playing my games, my accuracy in, in those games was definitely enhanced because of the fact that I was more focused and my peripheral vision, because it kind of got a workout, it was better as well. I think it's an incredible idea that vision can be restored using technology as opposed to procedures and, and surgeries. I think it's incredible that you could just put on a, a pair of virtual reality goggles every other day and improve your vision. I do get very excited about the fact that vision can be corrected using technology with the way technology is advancing. With all the new tools that are being created, the fact that, like I said, you can just put up a, pull up a program on a device and then use that program and that program will actually improve your quality of life is remarkable to me. I have gotten into all six college programs that I applied for through Algonquin, George Brown, and Durham College. My message to those who are in a similar situation to me vision-wise is to just try not to let it get the better of you. I know there's going to be some things you won't be able to do, but there are alternatives like taking public transit, which is improving, especially in, in Toronto. I would absolutely continue to do this specific program. I think that the six-week trial could open the door for maybe a, a more permanent sort of idea or, or um, habit of going on every day, every other day, excuse me, and, and doing this. And yeah, that takes time, but if it improves my quality of life over time, then it's worth taking that time to do that. And I enjoyed doing it.